Hi, this is Mary and you're listening to WJMS Radio and for this week's artist interview we have Piwa. Piwa is an R&B Zimbabwean artist currently located in Chicago, but she began her music career in Dallas, Texas. Hi Piwa, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing so good Mary, it's very much a good day in Chicago so far, we're just kind of getting stuff, trying to figure everything out honestly, but it's a very good moment. Good day in Chicago. <laughs> Yay. I am really excited for this interview because you might, might not know, but I'm your big fan of your music. I literally had like one of your singles. I believe it was like Love Letters as like top five of my Spotify playlist. So I am really excited. <laughs> that honestly, like I even remember that. Like I remember we had that actual moment um, our freshman year that we go to Columbia together. Freshman year of being in that shoot together, just having that moment even. And so like when you just messaged me about this and just you talking about love letters, even that just warms my heart. So so excited to talk to you today. Yeah, just for our listeners, we met uh during like our mutual friends like photo shoots. So that's how we first met. And then we like ever since then I don't think we really saw each other. We just like followed each other on Instagram and that's about it. But look at us. I'm a senior now, so (laughs) that's the thing. It's like one of those moments where it'll be like we might not have like seen each other again after, but like still keeping that like support, that like thing of like you go, go ahead, girl. Like just being that love from afar for sure especially with like the covid and things going on we're one definitely love for afar that yeah <laughs> well i love social media part of it you know exactly no that's how you see like a lot of people's art and just people just out there really doing their stuff for one it's really fun to see yeah (laughs) but before we're gonna talk today about your music i just really want to like learn more about you and like your story how you even started with music so i know that you were born in zimbabwe so when did you come to us so i actually came to the us when i was literally only i was in zimbabwe for three months of after my birth and so literally as soon as that had happened after that three months my mom had really wanted to further her career in the United States and just chase that like American dream of like, you know, getting the the prosperity and, you know, it's just the place you want to be in the United States to everyone outside of the United States. And so that's basically how I got to Bronx, New York. It was like the first location that mom hit to this Dallas, Texas, and now to Chicago. So there is that. We bounce around sometimes. We definitely do go back to see the homeland to just very much get that moment to separate from the States because you need that. When was the last time you went back? The last time I went back actually was when I was 16. I was 15 turning 16. So it was really nice for one to like actually experience going back around that like golden, like the 16 age, sweet 16, where it's supposed to be like so special. And it was special for me because it was like, I had the chance to celebrate it in Zimbabwe where was born and it's just like that like full circle kind of moment and also going back this summer for one where I'll be 21 which is also like a another phase of like a the age trials and so that's gonna be cool just like every single time that I hit like a substantial age point that it's always probably going to be in Zimbabwe so that's really yeah that's pretty cool if you could say like what would be the three cutest differences between the U.S. and Zimbabwe Mm, see like I would take I'm gonna take it from like the last moment I had in Zimbabwe when I was 16 compared mm-hmm. to back into the U.S. it's totally you feel so different once you like have that like out of state experience especially going back there so I'd say like with Zimbabwe I feel like the difference I find with being here and there here like it's just that everybody's like a constant move like everybody's like doing something which is good like you build worth ethic worth work ethic <laughs> build work ethic. continue to grind and just continue to set these like points where it's like you know the united states the american dream kind of thing where there's like there's no limits you can they dream big in america so i say for one of course like comparing um looking back into zimbabwe and the trip there like zimbabwe is very much a place it's not and it's definitely you know not the richest place not the most ah, place but it's just the fact that 
you know, people, that stigma that everybody has on like looking at any country in Africa where it's like, oh, like the huts, the animals running free everywhere. Come on, y'all. Let's think about that for a second. And it's just like, it's something where it's like, yes, it is like a, like a change of scene with the, how they do things. Cause like my grandma, she does have huts. She does have like a farm where she lives like on a hill. Um, just like a beautiful like scene, a beautiful place where that's where I take it as like in Africa and Zimbabwe, like people really do cherish what they have and make the best of it. And just like mm-hmm. the, for one, it's like very much a little, a lot lighthearted, a lot more lighthearted taking that moment of like, they cherish family ethic, cherish like morals and things like that. So like, that's where I say, and also just the beautifulness, like the beautiful scenes that you, I usually don't catch in the United States, like the stars in Zimbabwe. You look up and that's just, oh, but like here I'll look up and I'm like, oh, there's like four stars. <laughs> for sure. I'd say, like, I find such happiness from both of them. I find cons from both of them, but definitely just makes up my world. So there's that. <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely relate because, well, I'm from Russia and there's also a bunch of like stereotypes. When I first came to US, people were like, so do you like really drink vodka all the time? I'm like, I don't even drink. <laughs> so that was incredible. And I was like back in my 16 and I'm like, yeah, I do not drink vodka. Not for breakfast, not for dinner. <laughs> it's like with those things where it's just like they, they already think you know, they know you. If you just tell them like, oh, you're from you're from Russia. Oh, you're from Africa. Like, I, I already know what you're about. And it's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, experience those places for yourself. And then, you know, you can say what you can say from what you experience. But don't just start speaking on what you don't know. It's all about taking it in, like being like, okay, I appreciate that. The just appreciation of those cultures. Don't be that person. <laughs> Yeah, but like you know, it's funny too, cause like then you can tell all of this like crazy stories to a friend. Like, yeah, like it is funny, uh, cause you know I've definitely been hit with those of like, oh, like you used to like ride giraffes to school, and it would be those things where like you look at them and you're like, that's so funny that that's you you think that that's really funny, and then you just go off and be like, that actually happened. This person actually thinks that I I used to conquer lions with spears. <laughs> that tough <laughs> yeah. so you mentioned that so your mom moved basically to united states uh what does she do my mom currently she is phenomenal woman all around she's like my one inspiration well not one inspiration i feel like the three like main women in my life my mom my grandma my older sister just very much dedicated to knowing that like we got this, like, we are going to get our situation together. And they just inspired so much out of me. So my mom, she moved to America to pursue nursing. And so mm-hmm. she's right now an RN. And she, yeah, she came to America for that goal of going to college, getting that degree, like, and getting to work. And it was just very much that she really instilled that drive in, like, all of her kids of just being, like, we're here to work, but we're here to, like, we're not – to take advantage of no the, the will not be taken advantage of anyone just do our job and do what we came here to do so yeah for sure my mom very much the lady who's always the one to want to help so she's a nurse yeah i can imagine how hard is it like for her during like the whole COVID times and like amount of work should be like overloading i do have a question though like my parents I always like mad and crazy about like me going to art school and like they actually want me to be a doctor which is ridiculous because I'm a senior because your mom always supported you as like a musician oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) I want to say what's a no mom watches mom I love you but um it's very much right it's always something that like especially with the parents it's that that thing of like that battle for sure when they're really trying to like steer, steer you the right way. And you know, they're so set in that like one position. Cause I, as soon as you had said that, I've had the same conversation. My mom thought I was going to be a doctor for, for I, I'm still pretty sure she thinks I will probably just That's <laughs> still doctor in the back of her head. And it's something that it's like, you know, I really did work towards that for a good majority of my life. So I understand why when it did come out that uh not even like it was a surprise like okay like 
I'm abandoning all my my task and my work. I'm going to be a musician. And she's no. But it's in the aspect of like when she did know that I wanted to make that more serious move of actually taking this seriously. It was that battle moment with her where she was like, you know, like you you had this plan, like we were gonna we we're gonna go to school here, we're gonna we we're gonna do this like the STEM program, everything, you were gonna have a job set and everything. And it was just that moment where like before it got too deep with like that because it was junior year that's where i like made that decision of like nope i'm not doing this and so she's like you're almost done what but it definitely as soon as it came time for me to make that move to college and to um columbia college to have that art school experience she very much was on board with it and very much on the realm of like I can't tell you that I know exactly what your scheme is, what your plan is in this. Just because it's a real thing where you have to like realize like, you know, it is the older generation where it's like, it's those points where we have to teach them too, where it'll be like, I get that you don't understand because I didn't understand this music stuff either. Like this all seems so weird, but getting into it now and being able to like explain to her, like, this is what's going on and this is what I'm trying to do. And her hearing that, and she's just very much on the line of, okay, like you go and prove them wrong. Cause there's a, there's just too many moments where it's just been me and her having those conversations where I feel like I will mention to her, like, I feel like people are looking at me like, like I'm not gonna do what I'm set out to do, what I feel like I'm set out to do. And so her, she really is that force of being like, you know what you're supposed to do. You got this, I raised you, you, you do what you're supposed to do and I'm behind you. And yes. so- we love supportive parents yes <laughs> so it's a hardware feeling it's just like oh yes mom i always felt her support always felt her support but um when we aligned on that one for sure because that was one where we butted heads it really did like set things just so much easier for like yes i'm doing this i'm gonna i'm gonna get this bag and i'm gonna get you a house mom like <laughs> but she always <laughs> up about like oh like where's the house where's the keys and I'll- Hold on. <laughs> like, it's like, like, wait, I need to graduate first. <laughs> maybe like 10 years. Maybe like ten, like just 10 years is not too bad. Maybe five if we're, if we're on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what like got you into music first? Like, did you go to, I don't know, musical school or did you play any instruments growing up? Well, I, I began, I say, I really just started to just hit music. I mean, like, it's just always a part of everybody's life for one that you just always have that music going for you. But I say I started to really see it as something that, like, I want to really, like, get into learning. And this is something that really just gets me into a place where I'm like, dang, this is just a great time, great moment. This is me. Around, like, the age of maybe, like, 11-ish, 12-ish, because that's where I'd say, like, I'd started to hit the... The church choir for one because that was my first like really like stage moments of just like them being like get up on the stage and sing for jesus and i'd be like ah. <laughs> you know like i got those awkward videos on youtube on deck of just standing there with the mic tacky outfits tacky but it all began in like the church for sure with music for one And I say just working my way up to it with just, like I said, even through like that high school stage of figuring out like, you know, like I've always taken music as something that I do because I love. It's not anything that I like, I just always had it as like, what is it? A hobby, a hobby thing. But then, like I said, junior year, no, this is my career. I know destiny. And then that's when Columbia College just kind of appeared on my Google search of colleges, art schools near me. And then it's like, oh. It wasn't near me at all. It was all the way across the other side of the United States. But I was very much good for it. I'm very glad that I made for one. So yeah, for sure. Following that gut with like just knowing if you want to do that, if you want to just whatever realm you want to get into, follow that gut. Just follow feeling. Because you don't want to be stuck. (laughs) And did you move to Chicago all by yourself? Or do you have a family in Chicago? I actually don't have a family out here in Chicago. That's why it was just very much like a drastic move of just like, okay, there's no one here. Everyone's like down south or just not anywhere near here. But yeah, no, came into this just knowing that it really was just me on my own, kind of trying to figure out who I am, who I was as a person, 
knowing that like I can't continue to stay in the environment I was in Texas just because it was like I love everything about Texas well I'm not gonna say I love everything about Texas but <laughs> I, it's just that moment where it's like you know you you have that urge of being like I need a change and I know like it's not I I have so many good things here but I need to have like that change so Chicago hit and it really pounded me with just hits after hits because it was a hard uh, transition but it was a transition that definitely needed to happen just trying to fit adult world on your own for a second until I find my place with the people I know in Chicago now because I don't feel alone even though like I don't have my um, family members here like it's very much that aspect of making a family wherever you go because we got we got too many places to see in this world too many places we gotta go <laughs> yeah I agree I love traveling myself and I feel like you just I don't know you just meet so many people when you travel like so many different views and it's like you will never experience the same if you just like stay in the same place you know exactly that's why it's like especially when it's like that college moment for a lot of kids I say that that's the one thing I'd always probably say to high school seniors and just people who are just looking into the younger generation looking into like okay like what am I gonna do after this for one I hate the fact that everyone feels as if like you have to shove down someone's throat. You have to go to college. I understand that it's so beneficial. I don't regret my choice of going to college at all, but it's that thing of like, you have to realize the point, like we're not supposed to be doing the same thing. We're not destined for the same thing. And it's just like, it's just a constant growth. And you know, that's the same thing about you saying like staying in the same place is totally okay but you would learn so much more if you take on that those new locations and learn from the people you come into face with. So for sure, travel time, high school seniors, get out of your state. Like maybe just, just you, that's the best opportunity for it. Work yourself for those scholarships. Don't put yourself in debt for like crazy debt. A little debt is good, it's fine. Don't kill yourself for it, but travel, get out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once COVID and I'm sure like it will be just like so nice to travel again, you know. Exactly. Oh yeah, no, not 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 right now. With, with if you got vaccinated, go ahead and travel. Go ahead right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually know that yes, I actually know that not so long ago, like I believe it was like back in 2017, you went to California for the voice where you had like the opportunity to be on like Adam Levins and Miley Cyrus's team. Is that? Yeah, no, that actually, that was really, I, that's so funny that you bring it up. Cause I remember just seeing um a little flashback video of that my friend just recently sent and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm also like appreciative of that, of that moment and how it like went down for sure, just to be even, recognized as someone on Adam Levine and Miley Cyrus team. I adore both of them. And so that was really cool for me to experience when I was like 17, 17, yeah, 17 in high school. So it's just very much like, but yeah, for sure. Like that moment itself, it definitely did like just teach me a lot about how even the music industry works, how like the business aspect of like entertainment works and stuff. So that really did open up to just being like the, for one, like the harshness of how like things can go with it. Cause it's like, it, it went really, that aspect of being on their team went so well. Like I loved that feeling of being able to like present myself under these people, like these phenomenal musicians for one. It was just like one of those things where I guess I wasn't prepared for those moments of being like, all right, you're, you can be rejected at any point. Like it's that moment where like you need to be ready to be like they will hit you with like a okay you're out and they will just never email you again after like sending so many emails after email and email email and then nothing and so it's like that aspect where it's like I truly do not like regret that experience at all because I loved being a part of that it was definitely beneficial for me to like really see how like people are within the business world like I said not even the way that it was harsh it was just the way that like this is business and like you got to get with the business and I'll be like sitting there like it's cool like I'll get with the business but I'm gonna get to myself to a point where I'll be running the business and so it's something like that where it's just like we roll with the punches we play the game now 
and we don't take offense like that just serve the good energy and just come to do to play the game yeah it was very much fun i loved that opportunity of just being flown out to california with my mom she had her little vacation time for like a week in the hotels and stuff and it was just really just dope to just see all the talented people that i actually got to be in the same room with even if they weren't like uh, someone that i would know like you know we're all artists in this room like trying to be discovered it would just be like the you could tell when someone is really genuine and like really just here to just like chase the bag and those genuine people i truly did get to connect with and be like wow like this is something i want to see myself doing with talented musicians for one and so yeah no i love that experience adam levine to my love and miley cyrus miley cyrus is my <laughs> have you like spoken to them after the voice at all like to any of them literally that's the thing I did not get to oh clear that right now. I did not get to speak to any of them. I like total honest did not I should probably like for when I did not get to speak to Miley or Adam Levine. I only spoke to like the producers of the show, only spoke to like people who would like be on the business aspect. But it's literally like that's something that also like when that opportunity came, I was like, Oh, so they're not gonna we don't get to talk like that's weird. But that's okay because you know Right, yeah. <laughs> another business aspect where it's like these are all the behind the scenes things but just cool to see like how the it really works and stuff like even to be on the voice i realized you know like the how they do like the live um shows like day one with like the tv sets you actually have to go through like five auditions before you can get to that one and so it's just stuff like that where i'll be like this that's how it works that's cool that's cool would i do the voice again like would i try out for it probably not well, no, I pretend it's not my problem. Just because I see myself like the I take from that opportunity, but now I'm seeing like, all right, like we did that. Let's see what else we're capable of doing now. Like I wanna just work my way up and have that moment to just kind of do that for myself. But yeah, no, did not get to talk to them. But it was really cool hearing Adam Levine say that I was cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> well you are definitely cool and i'm sure like they also recognize that it's just like a huge competition so did you i'm happy that you didn't give up because a lot of like artists like when they hear like your feedback like that they like well maybe i'm not good enough and i'm really happy that you continued like to do what you love to do thank you thank you for one like it really is that's something that you really do got to learn as an artist for and like anybody who's just in their craft not even just artists just they humans all humans should that that trait of taking rejection it's always gonna be a hit but it's always just like how are you gonna bounce back after that like someone told you know they always tell you those stories when they're trying to be like really inspirational like oh like walt disney got rejected 37 times before they took this story you know you've seen those posts before and it's like even though it's like yeah we've seen them before yes it happens that stuff is true that stuff is true like it really is like you you don't just pull a talent out from nowhere you don't just have things where it's like you like I say like even whenever people come to me and they're like oh like you can sing like you were just born with it no way no way <laughs> that's something that I, I used to be told all the time like I suck like when I was younger People telling me like, yo, even being told by like one of my relatives, like you, I sang We Are The World to her. And she looked me in my face and she said, you should stick to your day job. And I literally go, no, oh my God, who would say that? That's happened, like, you know, like those young, where it really does pain in your head. And it's that moment where you're gonna come back and you're gonna be like, I'ma show you who needs to stick to their day job. This is my day job now. <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody who is like experiencing the same thing as you were younger if somebody like gets rejected or hears that stuff because i feel like a lot of people do get like you know exactly it's a real thing where it's like it's totally not like get into that space where you're hurt after facing a rejection because you're able to feel that hurt that's a moment where it's like dang i worked for this and then like i'm hitting that moment of like they just let go or like they just tell me no all of a sudden it's always just that moment being like when you find yourself facing a moment like that to 
take a second even when you like feel yourself facing these emotions inside where it's like oh i don't feel good let me take a second to stop and think like you know what i need to remember why i did this for because i knew i had worth i knew i had something to show and it's not that because they said no that i don't have anything anymore it's not like it just vanished it's not like it's the one of those things where it's like you really do have to put your real worth into that to get yourself where it's like i'm able to take this and even if it could come off offensive because you know people aren't nice at times i need to take this and use this constructively i need to like see like okay let me place myself in their shoes and of course like if someone's coming at you talking about your art and they're being like you need to do this or you're not good enough for this you don't sing well of course you're gonna get hurt and be like what are you talking about i've done this i've literally been practicing but take a take a moment to just like stop and be like hey like maybe my sound is just not their vibe and that's cool maybe someone else is gonna dig my stuff even more and think like oh my gosh you killed it like don't don't be so quick to dim yourself down and it's just that thing like you really have to keep you gotta keep swimming you gotta keep going like keep the mentality that like you can always face those down moments but remember you gotta get yourself back up because it's so easy to just slip into a place where it's like imposter syndrome. I don't belong here. Like everything I'm doing is just like not not the thing, even though it's very much your thing. That's your thing. You're just you're in a doubt. You're in a doubt circle now, and it's just you gotta swim. You gotta climb it up. So yeah. Yeah, that's my tip on that one. For me. No, absolutely. I feel like it's just like a huge competition, like at first, you know, because there's just like so many different artists and I'm sure like people have different music tastes. One listen to one, another listen to another, but like discovering those artists is also hard, you know, because like if you have a small audience, like it's harder to find the artists that you might love and like, I don't know, only listen for the rest of your life. That's the thing. Exactly. It's like people... You have to realize like, you know, the fact that, you know, in like, I'm saying probably like in the just 10 years time just this future generation i definitely see coming through from where we are now like because i do see progression where it is like people are learning these things about like yo it's not a competition like it's not us like battling each other it's just like all trying to get the bag for one and you know like how everyone feels like i need to have more than everybody like i know you you know you don't what are you gonna do with all of it why can't we just have this thing of like let's help each other why can't we, like, we just, oh, I just got to get this together where we're just benefiting each other. So I say, like, for sure, next generation, I was even talking about this with my roommate earlier, of, like, next generation of how we really do hope, like, all these, these guys that we're really starting to set in place now of, like, the labeling of, like, we don't need the labels for one. We don't need to compare. We don't need to put so much pressure on ourselves to just be in this constant work, hustle, struggle that we gotta like focus on those certain things that really do have to hit and matter about like someone else's happiness you don't know someone care about your health literally it's just all these things that it's just like i really do see hope in this future generation so that we just really get on that like mentality thing because mentality mental mental health needs to be taught for sure in order for us to be able to flourish and not get so caught in these like ruts that we as like even college kids college kids one for sure high school these just younger generation it's just it's time to step up this thing <laughs> yeah definitely no i think things will get better especially like now everyone is so collaborative too you know that's the thing for sure i love this, this, this those collaboration moments where it's like we're away from each other we're supposed to be distant but it's like still that connection that's why social media is still so like important just because it really is that connection of sharing information with everyone around and back when you were in the voice i noticed that you used tapiwa why did you remove the first two letters and just left like piwa why piwa honestly i really thought well for one i will say it was i'll give it to my brother my younger brother that he's like 12 years old now he just turned 12 and when he was younger it was a thing that he used to always call me Piwa instead of Tub Piwa, just because he could never say my full name. And that was just a nickname that I've always had when just growing up for when from him that he started. I'll give him that credit. And so I did start off with Tub Piwa, but then I actually just had a like hip moment where it's just like, you know what? 
like i just i i just kind of want to have this it just it just makes me feel for one it connects with me more to hit piwa as my artist name and leaving to piwa as like something that's like my family like this is something that like y'all my my person and then it's the thing it's like i don't mind either using both or whatever it goes with to piwa and piwa those two i used to also go by lily in texas i want that to die i do not want to be lily just because i really am trying to actually use my true name and stick to that so i say cutting that ta from piwa very much i was just like oh like that just flows that's just nice it's my nickname and it's just I feel good with that one. Tapiwa, always cool too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think Piwa sounds really cute too, you know? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Whenever people like whenever they look at the name like Piwa, they'll always instantly think like Pikachu. That's like the one thing I get instantly. And I'll just be like, I'm very much like a Pokemon character. I feel <laughs> I like wear the same five character outfits. <laughs> so it's just like, let's go. Do you like Pokemon? See, that's like, I like, I definitely had my time with Pokemon. I'm, <laughs> I have my moments of just like going through all like my little just starter up cartoon network days of just sitting there in the morning. Pokemon comes on, Dragon Ball Z will happen to pop on, SpongeBob always a hit. That's Nickelodeon. But yes. Pokemons, Pokemons are dope. I said, <laughs> brother Samuel, he's the one who he would hit me with those like names. He got the card book and everything, and I'd just be like, "Is that like what the what is it? I can't even hit you with the Pokemon name right now. That's where I stand. <laughs> the Pokemon. Pokemons. Oh, Pikachu. There it goes. I'm done. <laughs> Maybe you should make a song about uh, your nicknames in the future. You just go through it and be like, "Rep your unique name." Some miscorrects you correct them (laughs) all right let's now talk about more about about your music so how would you describe your music to somebody who never heard it before i would usually because usually every single time with that question i said like it's always just like dang i wonder how do (laughs) is that thing i say like i really would put myself in the place of like r&b for sure like an r&b influence on it but the thing is i would say it's more leaning for me like towards like an alternative feel for one just because i don't want to just stick to just that like that specific sound but i would describe like how i'd feel with my tone it's just very carry up why am i like having such a hard time describing my own sound <laughs> it's one of those moments where it's like i get asked this question on a daily and it's always still like hmm, i'm interesting sounding but deep caring very like melancholy for one feel that it's like i really want to be able to present like emotion through it be able to kind of give like that moment where you have like a chill for one it's not always the goal, but it's usually like that moment where it's like, I feel like I've satisfied with what I've trying to pull when I like really want to showcase the type of emotion that I carry with the song. So it's like, I really love hitting deep tones for one. Like I really love just hitting that bass in my voice. And then also I really love the fact that I'm trying to experiment now with like variation and I'm like really hitting those high notes and things. So it's just like, I guess it all comes together to make an eerie kind of melancholy chill feel, chill, chilly sound in your ear. Like, you know, where it's just like, oh, there's just a breeze that rolled in. Would you say it, it's like more of your personal stories or like what inspires you to write? The lyricism part of it for sure is definitely like personal story wise. It's very much, I want to like, I like to label myself as like a storyteller whenever I do happen to like put myself in my lyrics. Just because it is like these things that I do happen to write down, they always do start off as like poems that suddenly they're like, hmm, we could put this in a rhythm and we can make this into an actual like whole track. Like this is cool. And so it always starts off as just word murmurs where it'll be like, there's like this phrase that's like caught in my head. And I'm not really sure like why I'm feeling this phrase, but it's always that moment where it'll be like, I'll connect to a point where it's like, I know why I said these words that I did 
because it's just it all connects once again so it's just very much based on just really drafting up the lyrics and it's very important for me to have like good lyrics <laughs> good meaningful lyrics that tell a story of a time in my life yeah especially nowadays i would say like i feel like personally a lot of artists don't pay as much attention to the lyrics just to like make it trendy you know i think you know what i'm talking about exactly i get into this argument so well not even an argument i just stand by it. lyrics y'all it's so important especially if it's like an artist that you're truly trying to connect to like those lyrics is something that you know if well it all depends on which artist too just because like some artists do carry that same mentality like lyrics don't really matter like that it's all about the catchy tune and stuff and it's all about like what music is for you and like how you choose to take it but for me i like i like hate hearing that where people will like if we're in the studio or something and someone be like yo like don't even spend too much on the lyrics like you know we're just gonna not that like you know someone really will like come out and say that specifically but it would feel like that some moments and experiences where i'll be like do not tell me that these lyrics are not going to like i'm going to spend if it takes me hours if it takes me a whole year i will spend time and i will not like give into that thing of my music personally my lyrics will always mean something to me like it it's never gonna be that thing of yeah there, there would be moments i will say i'll tell you that i say that there will be moments where there'll be like i'll probably just make a fun song for the fun of it for one but it's like with how i want to look at my own artistry and what i choose to put out for sure it's always something that even if it is going to be something fun even then the just it always is going to like connect back to me it's not going to be just some random stuff that i'm like not knowing about just because it, it won't feel right it will not feel right for me because that I won't connect with the song like that. I'll be like, oh, like, it's cool. Like, I'm glad y'all like it. But then like those that when you really connect truly with your projects and stuff and you just really take it in. As, that's why I call them my babies. Like I, I call every project I have, like, those are my babies. And then someone's even like, you are, you're, you're pregnant. You have a baby. My, my song, my song baby. <laughs> and stuff like that where it really is. My songs are my babies, and I really do have to like put that time into those lyrics for one. And so, mm -hmm. I will not. <laughs> and when you're writing those lyr like lyrics, I do you have an audience that you're trying to reach. Like, what's your audience? I feel like I'm really just reaching whoever is truly trying to hear. Honestly, like I feel like it's never a target towards anyone, just because it is something that I do want to tailor to myself and how my like current mood is, how my current feel, just because it is like a release for me where it's like, I want to let this go. I just need to let this go. And this is how I do it with these tunes. And I, that's how it works with that. And you know, like whoever chooses to like hear, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be that person that's just gonna be like, listen, listen, everybody, listen, please. Like I will rep, I will rep for it, but it's never really targeted towards anyone specific. It's always just like, if this connects with you, if you hear this and it connects, yes, I, that's what I wanted to send to you for. Like, want to be able to do that same thing that music was able to do to me when I was like in those moments of like, not even just being sad or just emotions, going through emotions. And I already know what song I want to cue for every emotion. It's going to be a dope feeling to, to just like know that if anything, I have like a song and there's someone that's like, this song is when I, I put on when I feel this. And it's just like, dang, like, I'm so happy for that. Like, really, like, I'm glad. Like, I'm glad that you really, like, thought that, uh, that you chose that song, my child, my baby. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Can you share one of your, if you don't mind, personal stories and, like, one of your songs and how they relate to one another? Oh, for sure. For one, I'll make a long story short for this one, just because I say like those could definitely just go into depths and depths. <laughs> <laughs> I say for one, I could definitely, I would say, I'm like trying to choose like, which baby do I want to go into? Which one is your favorite? <laughs> okay, I will even hit with the favorite one. One of my favorite songs that I like have under, that I've just like done for is actually a song that I have on SoundCloud. That's a song that like is, I, on my SoundCloud is very much where I have my like starter baby gems. And these are 
all the projects where it'd be like when I was younger. Started posting on SoundCloud when I was 15. My first song was on there. And I like me just like messing with my phone, making the beat for that and stuff. It's just, ah. So like even that first song, oh, like, yes, I would definitely touch on Circles. Circles, like I said, around like the age 15, even that I had gotten this song out. But beforehand, like the journey of like how it got to the point of like getting into this song. Well, to start off to describe the song already, Circles was very much like a ballad moment. And me where it felt like I was just it was just a girl talking about heartbreak and she just like still don't know who we are but I'm like I'm still trying so hard to like know you and it's just like you seem like you're so you're so someone else for one and it's just like that emotion for a 15 year old I was like I did not I don't think I've like really face faced this like that I don't know but then so like when it came into working on that track it was always those emotions those moments where i would grab my book and i'd be like okay let's write certain things up. because with circles at first i didn't know what i was talking about when i just feel these certain times and stuff but then you start to connect and be like oh my gosh like this is what like i feel like this connects to for one and so that time in my life where that song was written it was when i had first had my like first experience like not in love with somebody, but it was my first like puppy love. So <laughs> my first song was basically about my first puppy love. Like I said, it just sounded like I was heartbroken. And you just look at her like, you're 15. Like you're singing about love. You're singing about these things that you probably don't know too much about. But in the aspect where it's like, no, like even though I was a kid and you know, at that age where I did write the song, I didn't know what I was talking about. But now looking back at it, even like today, and being like, here's what happened. Like this boy, I it was a stupid situation of this boy I liked. He literally, I told him I liked him. He was one of those dudes who would just be like, oh, like okay, and they just no. be like, oh. and you know, it's that hit and just be oh. I knew like the girl he liked also. She was my friend. It'd just be something like that. Would be like, oh, okay. I know I'm the. I'm just gonna go over here. And you know, like me in my notebook the night after, just <laughs> I'm in pain. Oh my gosh, like it just told me no. And so <laughs> coming back to it now, just being like those the key um, lyrics that would hit in that point, it'd be like still going round and round in circles. I don't know what we are, but I feel so high. Stuff like that would be like, I don't know, like, what we are right now but like whatever it is like you make me feel some sort of way i don't know if this is like love i'm feeling but you make me feel something that i feel like i've been missing and so like whenever i look back into the theme of my old younger songs i would always relate it to like how i grew up and like related to my own how i was taught to be so like in the aspect of like how i was taught to love it's like, I wasn't taught to love wrong, but in the aspect of like my family, we're not really touchy people. We're not really like, we're not the whole, I love you, like make sure. It's very much like the, you got this, get the day done, I love you and stuff like that. It's just very much like we're not as, especially being a foreign family, a minority family from Zimbabwe, it's just very much, we carry that thing of like, it's not, um, not that we're emotionless. It's just that emotions sometimes they come off playing in a way of just like it's hard love. And so that's where like that boy first in my life just being like, oh, like he's showing me this difference of like, oh, but now I want, oh, I'm so hurt. And so yeah, no, just like relating back to like how those like little instances back in the day that would just really come to like full circle. That's scary. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, all of us had like those experiences, especially like in middle school and stuff. Exactly. It's like those moments when it hits, like it just feels like you just got stabbed and then you look back at it and it's just like, wow. I would, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so cute though that you like mentioned one of your like first songs, right? Mm, exactly. <laughs> those first song 15 and it was just all in the like the iphone uh the cord as my microphone the iphone headphones just like in my closet just ah, screaming <laughs> but, oh i cherish those moments wholeheartedly <laughs> if you could give an advice to baby piwa back like then what would you say like to you making music i'd say to baby piwa 
like you have no idea of like what your limit is like not even like even me looking at you today like if I'm like looking at myself like face to face head on like you don't even know I can't even tell you what you're capable of but you literally you you already know that you have that force in you and I'll tell you like right now it feels like you don't got anything going for you the world is so sad you realize every day that you have this like light right here in you that radiates when you choose to radiate it like it will that it works in your way you put that onto the world that's how it works it's not a matter of if or when or what you choose when you want to shine take your time don't rush yourself that's that one thing don't rush yourself it's always like you really do like that's that just that thing of i will give to anybody who would like want advice don't rush yourself it's just so easy to like think you need to rush yourself yep joy enjoy another quote what was it that i got hit with the journey is the destination <laughs> that's actually my like my roommate lena she literally hit me with that one today where she really because we have our like powwow moments where we'll be talking and you know like that moment where she really did hit me with that quote today and at first i was like huh like what does that mean the destination is your journey you have to like sit the journey is the destination. See, I'm still messing it up. So fun. <laughs> you know, just like getting that point, the journey is the destination. Enjoy it. That's what we're here for. So yes. So where do you see yourself, let's say in five years from now with like that mindset? As um, five years from now, I really do just see myself wherever it be. Cause I don't, I can't even say like it would be in Chicago, but cause it's like, I love this place, but it's like that mode of like, I'm always wanting to be able to just get up and go. And so five years from now down the line, I see myself in a place where like, you know, for yourself, like you, not everything is figured out for one, but that's going to be a space where it's like, you're going to be okay for it because you're going to have your mindset in the place where it's like, you're gonna be able to, cause I'm already like trying to work on that process of being able to just take in the joys of every day. And so like seeing myself five years along the lines now, if I continue this process, not if, when I continue this process, <laughs> five years from now, I all I know is that I'm going to be in a happy, oh, I said a happy space of continuing growth where if I am still facing like stress and things like that, cause I'm not saying like five years, I'm facing euphoria. Like I'm going to blow up, I'm going to be rich and everything. No, I could probably, I always say like, you know, uh, I don't mind the thing of thinking like, maybe I'll be famous tomorrow. Oh, like the, I'll be famous five years from now. I'll be famous 10 years. That's not the goal. Like that's not the goal for when the money scheme, that's not the goal. I'm not going to feel successful if I get this much money or if I get this much like fame with it but the aspect of keeping that mentality of i'm just trying to be happy mm-hmm. i go i want that family i want my family to be set like that's what we're grinding for now to be secure and happy <laughs> but, all right i feel like it's the most important thing to just like focus on yourself being happy and enjoying what you're doing you know that thing just the joys of every day Let's talk about your latest release, The Buzz Down, which was just released on February. And now it has 14,000 streams. Wow. <laughs> really just made me and Sam. Sam's the one who produced the whole magic, mastered, mix, and all. And it's just made me and him just overly just like, wow, we have so much to like get out now like of just like the building of confidence from just like reaching that 14k for one even like we were even talking the other day of just being like even like 1k would just have us just uh and so it's just that just knowing that like it's a lot of that feeling of we're gonna just keep on going we're gonna keep serving and just continuing to show love to everybody who takes that opportunity to listen because it truly is just all 14k streams i already know like i said my friends always tell me at the time like five thousand of those streams are me and i'm like i'm totally here for it i'm totally here for it <laughs> if you play that five thousand times and it's just you 
thank you for being that person who wanted to listen 5,000 times. <laughs> oh my God. And so what was like the influence behind this project for you? How that definitely came along with the whole track and things, like especially like I mentioned, my right-hand man in this whole thing was Sam. And so Sam literally sends me this crazy beat one night, literally just, just ah. As soon as I hear the beat, I'm like, okay, no, I have to lay down vocals on this now. Like I want to draft it up. Hours later, it's like 4 a.m. in the morning. I sent him another draft and I sent him like my draft with the uh, vocal takes on it and he gets it back and he's just like, oh my gosh. And we both have that Omo oh gosh moment. Like this needs to be heard. So it was just like that fact that it just really came all together and just this one night of like four, two a.m. or some story in the morning of me and Sam just passing back these ideas and it just happened so magically where I was just like, oh, this is beautiful. So yeah, no, it really just came about just having that for each other of just being like, yo, that's my homie that he, like I'm his homie, that, that mentality of we're just trying to do, make cool music and if it happens to like hit 14k streams that's amazing but it's just the aspect of making cool music so for sure <laughs> no definitely i feel like you didn't expect something like that like that big or did you and no like that like i said that just very much wasn't expected and it just really was something that is just pushing both me and sam to continue to just keep the grind going of just being like wow people really actually like want to hear what we're capable of and even just us, us as like separate as just being like yo like sam the fact that after like an opportunity like this like he's gonna have so many people who's gonna be like yo i need you to be my producer for this and like me vice versa just being like yo like i heard your vocals on this like let's go so it's just that share of support from pope and that's why i just love that dude so much and we're just able to come together with this because ah it was too much so are you planning any other projects together soon? Yes, ma'am, for sure. There is definitely, uh, we have our next actual, well, I, I always say we, as in there's like multiple people. It's just, we'll be right back with Ethan Dietz, Ethan Dietz on the beat as a producer for one, came together to just really put together this R&B throwback influence sound that I'm so excited to get out. Cause like me and him for one, like that shared just connection with like working with someone personally and like getting a project done finished with someone is just so just exciting and just rewarding. So yes, be right back out. What is it about? It was a moment a time where it really felt as if for one, it was COVID time that I came within like figuring out like, okay, like we're in a state right now where nothing's really going on and everybody's having these moments of just feeling really dim. Like it just very much got really dark in a way for a lot of people. Cause it's just like that interaction portion really is needed. And it's like, you start to slip into those moments where you face seasonal depression and things. Cause it's a real thing that like everybody, not everybody, but like people really do go through. And so it's that thing of like, I really wanted to use this track to really put that emphasis on like, you know, like we might be going through like, this moment right now and we might be feeling down and really like low and it's just not feeling right with any of us but there's always going to be those like people and I like mentioned there's certain people within the song there's two strangers that I happen to face as I'm trying to tell this story of like in Chicago of just being down and the like the you already know like facing seasonal depression in Chicago when it's cold nobody's happy <laughs> when it's cold nobody's happy and it's just the like the strangers that sometimes you happen to face in Chicago because there will be those people who will like try and reach out and talk and you know sometimes it'll be like avoid hey don't talk to strangers but sometimes there are others people who are truly sent to you to like give you a message and so it was very much like I've been faced with those types of people on the street that you know having those down days and someone just has that message for you to be like hey like I've, I've I've seen you here before. I like I I know your spirit. You look really low right now. I see that you may be down, but just know that like you have that in you. You have that like that light that you feel like is really dim right now. Like I was like making that point earlier about just being like that light is always gonna be in you. Like it's just a matter of when you choose to utilize it. You have that power too. It's not about like I can't. 
you always are able to access that. It's always about like one learning how to access it for yourself. And also, you know, like facing those moments when you do get down and being like, I'm allowed to be down. Like I'm about, I'm allowed to have this moment of just being, um, just sad and mopey I'm a sad boy like I just want to be in my sad boy hours right now that's totally cool but you always need to remember that there's something that can definitely slip into a cycle if you don't learn how to build yourself out of it like you know like if you just don't continuously try and just realize the good in every day and so those strangers that will come across and present those messages of being like hey like this is like a little angel from God I got message from you right now saying I know you're down today but like pick your head up because you got a crown you got a crown to carry like that energy of like you may be low it's okay to be low but remember you that you're gonna be right back just let them know you're gonna be right back so <laughs> very much title of the song be right back <laughs> well that's really interesting I like the story about it like I've never really thought about it this way either even though it makes a lot of sense you know you don't know who you're going to meet and what they're going to tell you and how it's going to influence you either exactly and it's like when you have those gut feelings like that's why i say like don't just go out and start talking to strangers <laughs> looking for like take their answers for everything but you take what you what you choose to from what you hear from people and sometimes like you just have to really try and stand that point of like this may be a message i may choose to take it i may choose to not that's all on you you know but it's like, you know, to have that moment of trying to take chances of being like, there are people who know what they're talking about sometimes. Like those people who you think that sometimes they're crazy. I've had good conversations with the with the, the people you find and weird ones, really, really bad ones. But it's all about the try. <laughs> so excited for it. <laughs> people listen to it what would you tell your listeners to like think about or maybe i don't know what do you want them to feel when they listen to it when listening to this track i really do want to put in the minds of just like take it as you want to take it whatever message you pull from it i will love i would like like the best thing is like i just love the concept of like you hearing those lyrics and really actually listening to like what's going on there and you having your moment for yourself of you know, I relate, I don't relate. Either way, like, it's cool. Thank you for listening. And it's just like, if you have to, like, have that, like, relation moment, I'm so glad for it. Like, it just warms my heart up. The more it, like, the fact that it's just being heard for one. <laughs> so definitely go in. It's very much just, I hope it just brings a little ray of light to anyone, anyone out there who happens to hear it and be in that same situation where I felt myself in. So... Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Piwa. It was really nice talking to you. I don't think I have any more questions. Is there anything you would like to add about yourself or about your music? I said, Felipe, I literally just had a great time talking to you for one, Mary. Like I said, like once this COVID condition is done, like I would love to like get lunch or even anything on the side. But I will say for like this interview, this was just a great time and just a great moment to like just share what's going on and just like having just some casual just casual conversation with a friend so i say i really will just leave in the aspect of go hard every day wake up with the mindset of you are going to dominate every day because you've got purpose to serve and you've got happiness to deliver to yourself <laughs> okay thank you so much pia sure they will feel what you're talking about so please check out be right back here at wjms by piwa another dumb day waking to the morning and the season's unchanged the loss of energy, the weather done phased me All the empty heaviness corrupting my space Can I get some headspace? Didn't make it out to see the sunshine Been geeked enough to make it out into the nightlife Go ahead and free me to the streets I take my thoughts and my peace and go home for a long ride Hit the red line, it's past nine But I'll be tight, no time Step in line, enjoy your ride Man's just caught my eye He's trying to have a conversation 
I'm impatient, don't feel don't right Don't listen to the story I've been trying to get through Don't give me any problems, I don't want no issue I just want to tell you about the blessings that's about to hit you Why you walking all around with your head down, tell me what now I've seen you here before, not long ago, just across the floor Your spirit brightened up the night, it was my favorite part Just wanna let you know, I just wanna let you know you just heard check out piwa it's p-i-w-a on all social media platforms